Okay, I'm not that surprised to see uh, Devin Haney doing it, right? Because you have all of these young fighters at lightweight, you know, around around lightweight. And he's like kind of the smallest name out of all of them, right? And and I'm sure that he feels like he should be getting more respect. He should be getting more hype. He is the undisputed champion at 135. And I'm sure that, that you know, it rubs him the wrong way that, I mean, okay, Tank is one thing. Tank has a, a, a nice resume. Tank has a, a big following. Tank's a little older than he he is. He's been doing it a little longer. Okay, I'm sure it rubs him really wrong that Ryan Garcia has a much bigger following. People think he's he ducks fights. He's not really serious about it and all that. He's a social but, media boxer. Yeah, yeah. But he's got a huge following, and Devin Haney, I, I would imagine, is looking at him like that's not right. Yes, Ring Kings podcast is back. We are back with another episode. We are coming to you on YouTube. Also, anywhere that you listen to your audio podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all that good stuff. We are there. So make sure you hit that like button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening to this, Go ahead and leave that five star review right now. I know you haven't heard the episode yet, but just go ahead and just it's, it, we promise you we're good for it. Okay, leave us a five star review. Just hit it, all right, and don't even worry about it. But hey, shout I, out, shout out the good pods. I don't mean, I don't mean to cut shout you out off. to good pods. No, 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 no. That that was a good, that was a good cut. cut shout out to good pods, our friends over at Good Pods. Okay, um, you guys love us over there. Okay, yeah, we we are we are trending. We we are ranked. We're in top twenty five on uh on here in lunch break hot take that is our other sports channel okay mm-hmm. uh we are making things happen all right so 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 be a part of it um if you're um if you just find us for the first time you just go ahead and hit that follow button all right and and you know you'll get those notifications when we come out with new episodes episodes drop every monday guys every monday we're dropping episodes so that's when you look for it on the audio podcast and on youtube you can set your notifications on youtube okay um but yes, I am Jose. That's B right next to me. And right below is Mr. OTR Mike. So fellas, how are we doing today? Doing pretty good. I mean, I feel like, you know, we're 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 trying to grow it. You know, like you said, we're we're on YouTube, we're on all the the audio uh podcast sites and everything. And it's really us versus the algorithm at this point. Yes. Uh but I feel like maybe we should just Call out some other uh, some other boxing podcasters instead. Oh, instead, of, instead of working on our thing, <laughs> let's go ahead and call out somebody else. And oh, make that yeah. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe uh, you know instead of putting in the work on our current uh, channel and our current episode, you know, let's I'm gonna go ahead I'm and start saying, you know what, rock, get in the ring. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got a lot to say. Hop in. Okay. Oh. It's not about it's not about it's not about what we got going on with YouTube and, and Apple and Spotify and all that. It's about rock right now. Yeah, yeah. It's about our listeners. It's about, you know, 
maybe some some other other uh, YouTubers. Shout out to uh, uh, Rebel Life Boxing. Okay, he uh, he he's somebody that subscribes to us, right? What if we just call him out, right? Let's <laughs> let's just let's just not worry our own stuff. Let's just call out Rebel Life Boxing. Shout out to you, by the way, man. You're doing your thing over there. Uh, what are some other uh, boxing uh, podcasts out there? Ego, uh, boxing Blue ego, Bloods, right? Blue, Blue Bloods. Bloods. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 you know, boxing what? voice. Right. Let's go. Let's go for the big dogs. Let's go for the Porterway podcast. We coming for them. That's right. I, let's I, call mean, them I, I for one, I, and, I, and I know others have been saying this, but I for one am wondering why why Sean's ducking us. Yeah. Why he yeah. ain't having us on the show? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean we called him out. I don't understand. Like, why? You know, why isn't he responding? Right. Yeah. You know, like, so what if if we're you know we're not even nano influencers yet? Um, I mean, we called you out, right? All right, we're, we're being sarcastic, guys. We're being sarcastic here uh, because the title of this episode is Sell Your Fights, okay? Call out in boxing. We've seen a trend, a dangerous, reckless trend, fellas, all right? Ladies and gentlemen that are listening, um, of boxers uh, not selling their fights, you know, looking ahead to future fights that aren't going to happen anytime soon and um look man trying um, to make their name off of somebody who already made it without actually getting in the ring with them yes mm-hmm. yes so as of this recording right this is this is october-ish i'm not gonna get the exact date because you know not sure when it's gonna come out but um we we already had ryan garcia uh his fight with with javier fortuna and the whole time he's talking about tank davis right now, maybe they might fight. Maybe they won't. We don't know. Uh, while that's going on, you have Devin Haney calling out Ryan Garcia saying, hey, don't be trying to make a name off of, off of another man. Sell your fight. Then Devin Haney turns around and he's doing the same thing, calling out Tank, saying he'll fight Tank in December. And he has a fight this month. Right? Mm-hmm. He, has, he has a fight this month. And I haven't heard anything about it. Right, the yeah. first fight with Cambosis, I thought they did a good job selling it. Both fighters, um, I was pretty excited about it. Now, I, I, look, he dominated Cambosis. I think it's going to be as much of the same thing. But you still have a fight to sell, and I haven't, I haven't heard anything about it. This I mean, we're talking about weeks. <laughs> we're talking about weeks when, when this fight is supposed to happen. I haven't seen any. Um, I mean, I, I assume they had press conferences. I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't seen any tweets, but I've seen a lot of talking with between. Devin Haney and his father Bill Haney and tanks tank in his camp. Um, and that's just not the way to sell your current fight, right? Um, add another he, name, hey, hey, him and Shakur, Shakur, him and yeah. Keyshawn Davis. Like, he's been he's been talking about everybody else, but Cambosis, right? Oh. Right? Uh, one, it's look, show some respect to the fire that's in front of you, right? No, I don't think I don't think he has uh. Much to worry about with Cambosis, right? But you never know. But that's how you lose fights. Like that's that. how you, yeah, exactly. That's how you lose. So that's one. And two, man, this is a business, right? Maybe you're not that interested in this fight, but this is the fight that you have in front of you. You have to make the most of it. You want to market it as much as you can. You want to put on a good show. So uh, it keeps your name in the headlines. So when you are trying to get that that fight with Tank or Shakur, and you're negotiating. You can come to the table with something because that's that's all that Leonard Ellaby talks about uh, with Tank is that, look, I recognize these other fighters are really good fighters, but the numbers got to show it, right? 
that the numbers got to make sense. Uh, of course, Tank wants to get a fight done with Ryan Garcia because Ryan Garcia draws a huge crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And the two of them together can sell really well. Is that going to be the same for Devin Haney and Tank? Like, yes, for us, right? We follow it a little bit closer. Sure, we'd rather see that fight. But we always talk about it, the casual fan, right? Um, they're the ones that count. Do they recognize Devin Haney enough to say, yeah, uh, quality fighter, tank, you know, quality fighter, I will pay my money to go watch them. You know, no, casual fans don't recognize Devin Haney, and that's why you don't have to pay to see this fight. It's on ESPN. Yeah. Uh th- this Cambosis fight. Uh and and he knows that. And that's why he was willing to take less money and go to Australia and fight and sign a two fight deal to fight him in Australia again to 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 defend the belt, you know, after he won. He knows that he has to build up his name, but calling out Tank and and you know trying to make it seem like he's afraid of you when you don't even have the option of making that fight is not the way to do it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I'm surprised that Devin and we had this conversation offline um, when it was happening. Like, wait, didn't he just get on Garcia and called him out about doing, you know, mm-hmm. hitching his wagon to other fighters to sell to sell his fights or to bring attention to who he's fighting or whatever? So, a little surprised. Um, but as you said, B, like he's got to do something because this fight, we all know after the first one. We knew the second one was going to be a hard sell, and I think he was trying to avoid. I mean, if he could, he would have avoided the second one, right? Um, and I think across the board, they wanted to avoid it. Even Bob Arum and Top Rank, they didn't. They don't want this fight because yeah. it's going to be hard to sell. It's going to be one of those things where they're going to spend more money than they're going to make, right? Um, but it's a little tacky, and I and I, I don't want to just. Uh, I don't want to just. To focus on Haney because it's a it's a you got some serial offenders <laughs> who yeah who've been doing this lately. Uh Haney is just the one that I'm surprised to see this happening. Um especially after calling out, you know, Mr. Garcia. For, I'm not I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 that's it. Uh, uh, no, I I'm not that surprised to see uh Devin Haney doing it, right? Because you have all of these young fighters at lightweight, you know, around around lightweight. And he's like kind of the smallest name out of all of them, right? And and I'm sure that he feels like he should be getting more respect. He should be getting more hype. He is the undisputed champion at 135. Uh, he's got all four belts after he beat Cambosis. And I'm sure that, that, you know, it rubs him the wrong way that, I mean, okay, Tank is one thing. Tank has a, a, a nice resume. Tank has a, a big following. Tank's a little older than he he is. He's been doing it a little longer. Okay, I'm sure it rubs him really wrong that Ryan Garcia has a much bigger following, because Ryan Garcia, you know, a lot of boxing fans kind of look at him as a, as a little bit of a joke, right? You know, uh, right or wrong, I, I don't think that he's a joke in the ring, but that's kind of the 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 persona that he has. Uh, people think he's he ducks fights. He's not really serious about it and all that. He's a social but, media boxer. Yeah, yeah, but he's got a huge following, and Devin Haney, I, I would imagine, is looking at him like, "That's not right." You know, I, I imagine he looks at Jake Paul and says, "Why is this dude outselling me? He's not a real fighter. He hasn't fought. He he doesn't even fight. He doesn't even get in the ring with real fighters." Right. Um, and so I'm sure it's frustrating, but 
you know, there, there has to be another way. And especially when we're talking about you're calling out Tank, not only do you have this fight, you know, against Cambosis, but according to your promoter, your next fight is set too. And that's also not Tank. You're going to be fighting Vasily Lomachenko. So, I mean, I, I think he's probably looking at a situation where maybe he thinks Aram kind of wants the belt off of him and onto, onto Vasily. And, you know, he's trying to, to do whatever he can to build up his own name uh, and, and try to gain some leverage, you know, get the fans on the side of a, a Haney versus Tank fight and see if he can kind of force that and, and move away from the, the Lomachenko thing, maybe. Um, but like I said, it, it, and like you said too, Mike, it just it looks kind of tacky to be, I mean, that disrespectful to Cambosis, uh, just, you know, professional to professional. Uh, but also it seems like you're just kind of looking past the fight and not... I don't want to say he's not prepared. I'm sure he, I'm sure he's preparing for it, but it, but it gives that impression that you're not really worried about it. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just thinking about it too. Like, um, we talk about how it, it, it gets under the skin that you have Ryan Garcia that's more popular. You have Jake Paul that's more popular, right? And he's looking at like I'm far superior to these guys. Um. Why am I not getting the same popularity? I, I think it's time for all these boxers to start assessing what it means to sign with a promotion company. Because, right, you sign with a promoter because they're supposed to promote you, right? And that was the thing. You sign with these these big promoters because they can get your name out there. They can make you a star. But, you know, look, Bob Arum is like 108 years old, right? Maybe he doesn't know how to promote you the way you need to be promoted in 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 today's world right and maybe somebody like jake paul who has his own promotion company by the way understands how to sell events right because boxing is an event he knows how to sell events better than bob Arum. maybe that's the case right maybe that's that's kind of what we're seeing maybe ryan garcia and i mean look I would say, you know, he's he's with Golden Boy, you know, still. But I mean, Ryan Garcia is his own. He's he's his own force now. Like him and his people know how to sell things better, right? Maybe it's time to start looking at at the overall picture. And I'm I'm not just you know harping on top rank. I mean, PBC, all of them, right? I think they can start looking at what the Paul brothers are doing, um, and say, okay, you know. Maybe this is an area that we're neglecting and we have to spend more time doing that. So our fighters don't feel like they have to go out of pocket and make things happen on their own. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, you know, we, we, we talk about the, the promoters and them doing their job. This is something we talk about a lot with UFC because they do not do a, they, they don't even attempt to push a lot of their fighters. Right. In boxing, you have, uh, in you know, each boxer has a promoter, and and generally speaking, you know, they kind of they do a decent enough job, kind of getting those guys' name out there, protecting their career, and 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 you know, kind of shepherding them along, you know, and, and making sure that they make the most money with the with the least amount of risk and that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, it's not all on the promoter, right? Uh, it, some of it is on the fighter themselves. Uh, you have to go out and and make. Yeah, or you have to take fights. You have to take and win fights, right? Um, Devin Haney, I mean, he he showed that, you know. Uh, you know, a lot of respect for, for Haney going over to Australia and fighting Cambosis 
in his hometown. Yep. We had talked about it before. Didn't think he could win a decision over there. I mean, he kind of left no doubt, but <laughs> right. <laughs> it was still a difficult thing to do, right? Um, but there's another guy who is spending a lot of time kind of publicly pining for a, a mega fight, but is just not apparently not willing to do anything to make that happen. And that's Jamal Charlo. Uh, wow! He wants. He wants Why we gotta take shots at the at, at the Charlo? I thought he, you were gonna say Roly. <laughs> Roly Ro- had a good fight, you know. He just Ro- Roly is one of the so Roly situation is weird because he isn't like he doesn't call out other boxers to sell the fight. He's his current fight. But he does Charlo. Yeah, he trolls and then like yeah, man. And then when they say, well, yo, you fight him, and then he'll say. Yeah. I'm. I ain't wait. I don't want to waste my time on him. I'm. I'm going to fight Tank. Like he'll call. He even said he wanted to fight Errol Spence. Like, come on. Listen, that, that that tweet. That tweet that I read before we came on air. Uh, have you ever <laughs> typed a message and then looked at it and said, "Why am I so funny?" That is Roly, but like in real life, yeah. my man cracks himself up. But no, I'm talking about Jamal Charlo and wanting the Canelo fight. Jamal mm-hmm. Charlo is. He he recently said he wanted the winner of. Uh, Canelo and Triple G. Okay, we, you're a champion at 160, right? Canelo is the undisputed champ at 168. So you should you should be on the move essentially if you want that fight. Move up and 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 you know make some things happen and force that fight. If you're going to stay at 160, you should have fought Triple G already. You should have fought Andrade already when he was at 160. You know Benavidez had had talked about moving down to 160 to fight Charlo. I don't see that fight getting made. Right. So, and, and it's a certain point. It's like, why are you looking at Canelo and saying, I want that fight when you're not really willing to make any of the available fights for you in order to put more pressure on Canelo? Uh, Cause you know, that was one of the available uh, packages for Canelo. It was Charlo and Benavidez or Bivol and triple G and yes. Canelo chose to go and fight Bivol at 175 you know, uh, essentially saying kind of challenging himself, moving up to light heavyweight, going after a champion and seeing if he could, if he could win that fight, kind of, you know, daring to be great, as they say, uh, because there was no reason to fight Charlo and Benavides. They haven't made it urgent that Canelo take those fights. Right. And, 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 and me and B have gone back and forth. I'm, I'm a huge Charlo fan. I, I love, you know, Jamel and Jamal Charlo. I'm, I'm fans of both of them. Right. And I think, I do think, Jamal could really give uh, Canelo a, a, a tough fight. Uh, Benavides too, uh, to be honest, right? I think those are the tougher matchups. But um, I can respect the fact, like, look, the Bivol thing. Bivol is is not a, a, a widely known person, but Triple G is 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 a huge name, and you know you're going to sell fights with that name. Now I know people were getting on. Um, how much he sold on this fight it was significantly less than the, the, the first two fights that they sold but what would a number have been with charlo or benavidez i don't know i i i, I know they wouldn't have sold more right um like he went he went for what was more profitable uh yeah people he ended up losing but um yeah like, like yes i would have i think the the tougher competitions would be against Charlo and Benavidez. But at the same time, look, I can't defend this. I'm look, I'm pulling up Jamal Charlo's box rec, right? Here are his last few fights. Uh one Macias Montiel, right? Nothing special there, right? One by unanimous decision. Guys 22 and 4 at the time. I think he's 22 and 5 now. 
uh, Sergey Derivianchenko, Derivianchenko, thirteen and two at the time, right? Uh, Dennis Hogan, twenty-eight and two and one at the time. Brandon Adams, twenty-one and two at the time. Matvey Korobov, twenty-one and eight or twenty-eight and one at the time. Higo Centeno, Higo Centeno Jr., twenty-six and one. Like I mean. Nothing special here. Some of these guys are solid, but like nothing's just nothing. His his last the last thing that sticks out to you was Austin Trout, right? That's a name you you can you hear and you say, oh okay, yeah, that was in twenty sixteen, right? So, what on your resume sticks out for you to say he's ducking anybody? Like Canelo, Canelo's ducking this man, right? Like those are strong words, and and I'm a Charlo fan. I would like to see him uh, see those guys fight, but. What has Charlo done to demand a fight? Charlo could have been fought Triple G, mm-hmm. right? He could have fought Triple G and then not even made that an option for Canelo, right? Um, yeah, like 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 we say, he could have fought Andrade. You could, he could fight he could fight Benavidez still. Like there's 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 a lot of options for Jamal to really put his name out there, and I I understand it. Like that's the big ticket right there, uh, Canelo. You want you want. Payday, you want that payday, right? Like, like what Canelo says. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get it, but that can't be your only focus, man. Like, you, like you're trying to build a legacy too, and there's some fights out there for you to go and get. You gotta go and get them until, until you, you can really force that fight to happen. Yeah, man. It, something gotta happen with, with him. Is it him or is it uh? Is it Jamal or Jamel that's that's kind of been calling out Crawford too, or telling oh, him to move up to one fifty four? Jamel, that had to be okay. Jamel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know what I I'm I'm a fan of the Charlo twins. Um, I don't I don't know what to say about his situation. I mean, I think he calls these guys out um, in a roundabout way. We still haven't seen it. I, I've kind of given up on him and Canelo. I, I mean, I just don't think it's. I don't think it's going to happen. But I also agree with Canelo when he said, "Fight each other." Like the two names that y'all that y'all got me tied to, fight each other and then fight me. You know, so it's like I, I'm with him on that. Like some of these other fights has to happen. There's an in between fight, and they can be good fights, right? I understand, like you said, Canelo saying that payday, that payday, but I think there's solid fights that could lead to those those payday fights. So, Charlo, I mean, he's on the list, right? He's on my list as serial offenders, but he's kind of low on my list as as that guy. I think he just talks the talk. Right. But uh, you, you you got some other ones that you know. This is this is a, a every. Habitual, yeah, this is every month for some folks, yeah. depending on who's fighting. So, yeah. um. I do, I, I guess, I, I gotta disagree that he that uh, Benavides and Charlo were the more difficult fights. I think you know, Bivol, in and of himself, uh, was a made that path the more difficult path because he's a bigger, stronger guy than, than Canelo himself, you know, and the opposite is true with, with Charlo. Uh, you know, he, he's a smaller guy. He's not a guy who would be able to stand up to Canelo the way Bivol did. 
Uh, so, like, what I, what I don't agree with is, I, I hear you because because people end up beating Canelo, but Canelo didn't fight his his game, right? Like, we none of us think that that people win in a rematch. I, I don't think we feel that way, right? I, I think we watched that fight and we saw Canelo fight as if he can walk a bigger guy down and it didn't work out that way, right? I don't think he yeah. would he would fight Benavides and Charles the same way, right? So I I think it it would be more difficult. Like he, I think he recognizes the uh the skill of those guys more than he was than, than he recognized Bevel. I don't know. I, I think he would like that. That's been his his way for a while now that he he's the bigger stronger guy and he's like i'm going to break you down over the course of these 12 rounds no matter what i think that's exactly how he would have fought charlo uh, i think he would have gotten in the ring with them and he would have he would have stalked him around the ring i think that would have been just, he would have just hit whatever he could hit and eventually he would break like like the like the his other opponents have yeah, that's what we get. But that, yeah, that, that's what that's what that's why I disagree. I, I don't think he would he will break down Charlo. I I think Charlo if, if he tried to fight Bevel, if if he tried to fight Charlo the way he fought Bevel, that'd be a problem for him. Charlo would just outbox him. All right, like he would have to use his boxing I skills. I don't know that Charlo. that Charlo would be able to to keep him off of him all all night long and and avoid his punches. Like Bevel didn't get hit, like. You know, he you know, Canelo was not able to really hit him. He wouldn't right, have right. that problem with Charlo. Um, but you know, it doesn't really matter. It's neither here nor there because we don't really know how good Charlo is because Charlo won't test himself, right? <laughs> uh, he was, you know, like Ser- Sergey. Sergey's a, a good fighter. Yeah. Uh, you know, Austin Charles a good fighter. You know, I mean, I'm not saying he's fought a bunch of bums, but he hasn't fought anybody on that top tier. So, it's, the, it's it's time for him to make the next step, and uh, Kazakh style is, is a is a great opponent to test uh, to, uh, to to test himself with. Uh, there there are there are a, a ton of fighters for him to fight, and I think he's going to do it. I don't think I don't think Jamal's ducking anybody. I think he's been fixed on that that big money fight. But yeah, again, like we you know we we've said this a lot of times. These guys are all professionals. They've all been doing it for a very long time. They're not afraid of anybody. Right. But he wants the Canelo fight. He wants to get paid. And you know, I, I can see not wanting to fight Golovkin. That's a more dangerous fight with less reward. You know, I mean, than 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 some of the, these other fights that he's taking. Not not more dangerous than Canelo, but like it's a dangerous fight with less reward because he's not as big a name as Canelo. But it's more more reward than these other guys he's fighting a lot. Yeah, more. but it's a lot less risk with these other guys. I think I think I think it's time for a quick break. Because uh, I, I have something to tell everybody, okay? Before before I make this point, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, winter is coming, okay? Uh, and if you live on the East Coast like we do, all right, the, the temperature just suddenly dropped, okay? Like out of nowhere. Just last week, it was it was in the seventies, and the next thing you know, Friday, it's 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 a it's a murky 59, 60 degrees outside. I ain't gonna do it for you, boy. Okay, so I had to bring out, I had to break out the, the, the hoodie, break out the sweater, the, something that, that's gonna keep me nice and warm. As you can see, if 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 you're watching on YouTube, okay, I got a hoodie. Mikey's got a hoodie. B's got a hoodie. Okay, they got the Ring Kings uh merch out there. Okay, what I'm wearing right now, you see a a microphone with a fork stuck through it. That represents our other channel. That represents our network, Lunch Break Hot Take. Okay, that's our main sports channel. Um. 
and and ring kings is a part of that all right um you can find all this merch what what, what mikey's pointing to what b has on his head it's, it's a ring kings beanie you can find all this merch right over here lbhtshow.com slash shop that's where we have all kinds of all kinds of goodies you, you, if you're if you're watching you see our our t-shirts we got some long sleeves we got short sleeves we got tanks we got hoodies okay we got we got some uh some sweatpants we got all kinds of stuff on there to keep you warm uh coming up this 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 fall and winter because uh winter is coming so make sure you stay warm with some some lunch break hot take gear and some ring kings gear lbhtshow.com slash shop is where you can find it at all right now back to your regularly scheduled program um <laughs> and it's the uh, finest of finest material it listen listen we put some work to make sure we, we had some higher quality uh <laughs> stuff on our website because we weren't going for that cheap stuff all right um it holds up and this has been washed a few times already it, it, it's still it, it feels good um i i think triple g is the is the next best thing if you can't get a canelo fight mm-hmm. right like Jamal's was set to fight. Who was he set to fight coming up? Um, it got canceled. I forget, I forget the guy's name. But a fight like that, right? Like fight Triple G. Um, and he still has belts. I didn't even know that. Um, <laughs> you know, um, go fight him. Get a belt off of him. Um, and if you can, if you can win that fight, that will put your name on the map. There's only Triple G's only lost to Canelo, yeah. right? He's only lost to Canelo. Mm-hmm. So even at a, even at an older age, right? If you beat him, like that 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 puts you on the map a little bit more. So go and do that fight. Go take some of these other you know bigger fights that that boxing pundits are talking about. So they will hype you up more, right? Like there there's some things that you can do, and and hopefully he he will start to do that. I don't know what's next for him to be honest. I, I don't know what he what he he and his camp have planned, but that needs to be what the focus is. Well, yeah, and he and he really can't focus on Canelo because we we know that Canelo's not next. Uh, no, no. You know, Canelo said after the Triple G fight that he wants to he's going to have surgery on his hand. He's going to take some time off to allow himself to get back to a hundred percent, just to heal, right, to get his body right. And then he's coming back and he wants Bevel. You know, he, he yeah. wants to avenge that loss. So, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, I don't know how much time he's going to take off, but he's going to have surgery, then you're going to have the recovery period, and then he just wants to to essentially relax for a while, right, to, to heal up and, and, and get back to 100%. And then he's talking about fighting Bivol. So, I mean, you're not just going to sit around and wait for him. Uh, right. He had the fight against Suleki. That's the one that got, that got uh, postponed. Suleki, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's another... No disrespect to Selecki, but it's another nothing fight, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, like we don't want to disrespect any of these fighters because we just talked about um in one of our episodes how how highly skilled these professional fighters are. Man, they are yeah. so good. They are so good, right? But it's all relative, though. It's all when I say the nothing fight, fight. I mean, it's not anything that's going to get you any closer to a Canelo fight. Yeah. Um. um and, and and we got to be honest, right? Um. He moves up to fight Bivol. I think he takes it way more seriously. And I say he wasn't taking it serious before, but I think. It was he, ego. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a different type of focus this time. And then after you know, I, I believe he's going to avenge that 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 loss. Um, after that happens, you have that you have to wonder: is he even going to want to come all the way back down, right? Like, or is he going to want to not maybe not necessarily stay at, at light heavyweight, but you know, stay at a heavier weight, 
right? Well, yeah, he's the undisputed champion of 168. Uh, yeah. I think that after B-Wall, he needs to come down to 168 and defend those belts. Uh, Charlo, move up. Like Andrade just moved up to 168. He's got a fight there coming up soon. Move up, make a fight with Benavidez, make a fight with Andrade, make yourself like I said, a, a more urgent opponent. Put yourself in Canelo in Canelo's sight line. Yes. He doesn't care about you right now. Why? Why would he? Yeah. You don't bring anything to a Canelo fight. Yeah. Yeah. Harsh words. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh but true. I, I don't even see how anybody can debate that. Like I mean, again, we, we're talking about. I mean, Charlo fans here. Um, this this. I I can't debate that. Like you you got to have more on your resume. Like the, like I said to say that he's ducking you. What have you done to to say that somebody's ducking you? You know, and, and that's somebody that likes Jamal Charlo. You know. What's what's gonna happen is a comment. Somebody's gonna say, "Well, he was willing to fight him, but triple. I mean, but uh, Canelo took the triple G and Bivol package. Yeah, that's yeah. what's going on. That's he what's took the happen. easy route. He's ducking. You know, <laughs> he's fight. He's he'd rather fight these people because they're safer fights. Um, look, man. Um, I'm sorry. Like, th- like triple G just sells more. Like you could say, look, you could say Bivol's a throwaway, right? But Triple G sells more. Like that's but, that's you know. Here's the thing, like people people try to say that beforehand. Oh, he was trying to take the safer route. Bevo's not a throwaway. He's a champion at 175. Mm-hmm. He's a bigger, stronger fighter. Just because you know, I mean, you didn't think that that you know he would beat Canelo doesn't make it a safer fight. Like he's a very skilled fighter. He's a bigger fighter. He's a stronger fighter. It was a tougher fight. And you know, I think a lot of a lot of fans who wanted him to take the other fight because those guys are are more recognizable to them, they don't give the 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 credit to Bivol for his skills, uh, for the the challenge that he presented to Canelo. Now, fully understand, you know, kind of uh, downplaying the second half of that package. Triple G was a completely unnecessary fight. It was like kind of a, a money grab type of fight. Right. That's exactly I mean, what it is. Yeah, he, he you know, you you fought him twice already. Nobody wanted a third fight. But Bivol was the most difficult out of all four of those fights. Yeah. So he took the most difficult fight and the money fight. Um, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll debate a little bit on a, a little bit on on the Bivol aspect of it. But even if you want to say, hey, Bivol is was a fake champion, he he ain't that skilled, and you know, he he went up there and took an easy fight. Yeah, because there's more at play for his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. To move up to another division and grab another belt, right? It's like when Roy Jones Jr. did it up, up a heavyweight, went and beat John Ruiz. Yeah, everybody knew John Ruiz wasn't nothing, right? But he had a he had a belt, right? Did he have the belt? I think he had the belt. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, he, he had the belt. He he won it. You know, you knew Roy, Roy Jones wasn't gonna stay at heavyweight, but yeah, easy pickings. And you remember him um winning belts at you know heavyweight. Light heavyweight, you know, all these, these, you know, he went from all the way middleweight all the way up to heavyweight. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, when Canelo retires, it's not going to be, else is B ball. It's going to be, he was a champion in five or six weight classes, however right. many it is. So, so there's legacy involved there. That's, that's why he did it. Um, you know, fell short of that goal, but, you know, we'll, we'll see on the rematch. But that, that's why that's going to be more appealing than, than fighting Charlo and, and uh Benavides because look um 
if he went out there and washed Charlo, I don't again, I'm not, I don't think he would. Me and B kind of disagree on it, but let's say he did. He went out there and washed Charlo. Um, will we be saying, you know, years from now, like, oh, okay, yeah, he beat Charlo, but you know, maybe Charlo wasn't that great after all, right? Because you look at Charles' resume and like, what did he do? Yeah, all right. So, well, so you you would need Charlo to take on some of these other fights, whether it's before or after the Canelo fight. To really look at that Charlo fight and be like, okay, that was a that was a good fight that he took. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, you know, y'all know what I'm a proponent of. Make, make these fights happen. I I personally feel like I personally would have liked to see Canelo and Benavidez. Um, mm-hmm. but I agree with what you're saying. Um, be like Bevol, not by any stretch. Was a throwaway. He's a solid fighter in his own right. Bigger guy, and he 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 whipped him. He washed him, in my opinion. So, um, it wasn't a throwaway. And I think the Triple G fight was just a part of the package. It's just, I mean, it's tied to who they promotion, who they promoted by, too, right? Yeah. And we couldn't have gotten a Bivol Benavidez package. You right. know, the chances of that happening, you know, it just wasn't gonna happen. Right. Um, but Charlo does. I, I think a roadmap to a Canelo fight would be like, let's start with Triple G, right? Now, I also agree with you, B. That is a that is a dangerous, less reward fight, but he's got to put himself in some of those situations. I do think it will be a sellable fight. Um, I think Triple G still has a solid fan base, um, and he showed but, enough in the Canelo fight, especially yeah, towards yeah. the end. Yeah, and I, so I think he, I think. If what Charlo is looking for is these big money fights, I think he can make a good amount of money in that fight. But I agree 100% with both of you guys. He's got to make himself more appealing if he wants that that Canelo fight. I mean, it's a lot of things that Canelo can do, right, That as far as when it comes to opponents. So right now, you're not on his radar. <laughs> you, you, might be, you might be five, six, or seven on that list of, of possible opponents that could happen for him. So he's, he's got to take a step there and then go ahead and move up and make that, make the fight happen. And we, we talked about it before, but Canelo is experiencing the, the Floyd Mayweather effect right now where, you know, he, he'd been moving up a little bit and, and winning titles, you know, fight, fighting champions, winning belts and fans, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get a lot of fans that way. Right. But there's also a certain type of fan that likes to hate the fighters who are on top. And those fans are going to point at anybody they can find that you skipped over and say, you're ducking them, you're scared of them, they'll, they'll beat you. And it just happens to be there's Charlo and Benavidez. I don't think I don't think the majority of people who, who are talking that even really believe those guys would beat Canelo. And like you said, it was like if, if he moved down, he moved back down to 168, he ended up fighting Charlo, and he beats Charlo, they wouldn't say anything. They yeah. just move on to the next guy, just like they, they used to do with Floyd. They would just point to whoever they thought was the next up-and-coming fighter, and when they got beat, they just pointed somebody else. Like, that that first dude didn't even exist. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So, I, I think we've covered uh, uh, everything. Um, you can't leave out the number one serial coattail rider, dragger, whatever you want to call him. Now you all know this is one of my favorite guys, <laughs> Mr. Garcia. 
Oh, we, we yes, yes. We we mentioned him, but we didn't we didn't we didn't put him. We we, we didn't give him the the proper uh the yeah. proper attention. You're right. My bad. My bad. Yeah, because I think a I friend think, of the show, if you will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what will happen what will happen if we didn't make sure we add him in here. Because people are gonna listen and say, Oh man, y'all coming down hard on Haney. And Haney, this is Haney is just new to this, this hopping on someone's coattail. You got a professional at this. And um it is Ryan Garcia. And I found it very, very, very ironic that as soon as Shakur put his name in to move up to 135, out of nowhere, poof, magically, Ryan Garcia was kind of throwing shots at him in his little tirade on his on his live video, <laughs> you know, about how many low blows Shakur threw. And he's good, but he ain't he don't have no knockout power to not so now all of a sudden he put his name in that hat too. But no, I still want Tank. But yeah, Shakur Stevenson, blah 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 blah. So he yeah, is a he's master. like yeah, Shakur. Yeah, Shakur's yeah. smaller. Yeah, he is a master at doing this, and uh, so I, I I just wanted to highlight that he he is he is number one on my list of that guy who doesn't really promote their own fight. No, well, they do it. They he, do it by by calling out somebody else. So. He is number one. He is, he is public enemy number one when it comes to all this. For well, sure. Shakur Shakur is, is a little smaller, and maybe Ryan feels like his jewelry is safer around. Shakur. <laughs> 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 uh, Ryan chain snatched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right, Mikey, and and, and my bad because like yes, we mentioned them earlier, and I thought it was kind of understood, but yes, we we need to kind of focus on this a little bit because yes. This is where a lot of it stems from, right? Ryan Garcia has been doing this for years, for years, not taking any real fights, talking trash about everybody. Shout out to our assistant producer over there. Yes, yes. <laughs> Appreciate you coming through, uh, little Mikey. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, like he he he's going to talk. He's going to uh, do some do some 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 quick quick punches, some quick shadow punches for the for the gram. Right, he'll hit a celebrity in the stomach. Right, to show show you how how hard he punches, um, and he will he will evaluate other boxers, uh, critique other boxers' styles and everything like that, but never actually go up against them. He will go in and beat up on somebody and say, "See, that's how you get it done." And he's got the formula down pat. It works. Yeah. It works. We were, we were just joking about the last fight with uh, Javier Fortuna. I was like, "You saw the name that was on his trunks." All right, it wasn't OnlyFans, right? It was it was it wasn't Squarespace. Shot to Squarespace, right? It was Christian Dior, <laughs> right? He had, he has some very high scale uh, uh, advertisement on those trunks. Like if All you right. can get your fan base filled with people who are one loyal to you and two don't understand what you do, you are you are living the dream. Because no matter what you do, it's going to be great to them. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and that's what I was saying earlier about about Ryan Garcia. Uh, I think Roley is understanding this. I think Roley is taking a lot out of Ryan Garcia's uh, uh, book. Just just troll, but don't fight. Um, if you want to go that route, because look, it does sell, right? You, you, and Jay Paul, same thing. All these guys we're talking about, they're following a certain formula. Talk all the trash. Don't put yourself in harm's way. Just keep talking trash, right? Um, 
do all of this stuff on on social media and build your brand that way if you see some things there that can translate to your actual boxing career i'm not talking about i'm talking about haney right talking about jamal talking about these these fighters that are actually skilled um well, i'm not saying i'm not saying my Garcia isn't skilled but i'm saying like you know like they, they take their their career a little bit more serious right yeah. you have to start looking at, at who's promoting you and having those conversations and saying we got to do some things differently right because you got ryan garcia that has what over a million followers on instagram right that, I think. yeah I, I i don't i'm not sure what it is but it's i know it's, it's in the millions he's he is a celebrity status okay if, if you look at at how they measure how how, how um how um sponsors brands nine measure million. nine nine million nine million right so how brands measure um uh uh like influencers so to speak right they have a number right um once you once you cross the million followers on you know whether it's youtube whether it's instagram uh twitter whatever you're considered celebrity celebrity level right he's a celebrity nine million followers you're a celebrity um so if if you if i'm if i'm talking to bob aram right or i'm talking to al Heyman. And I'm saying, look, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to get that kind of following, right? They need to start investing in social media managers, right? Um, look at different publicists, like that traditional way of selling fights isn't holding up as it used to be, right? So there is some there is something to what Ryan Garcia and Jake Paul are doing. Um, and there's some things that that maybe these promotions can can take from it, but it shouldn't be up to the boxers to do it. Right, it should be up to the boxers to do it. And yes, Ryan Garcia is with Oscar De La Hoya, but we all know Oscar De La Hoya. If anything, it's just it's slowing him down. He could probably have ten million uh, followers <laughs> if De La Hoya wasn't bad. It wasn't getting in his way, bashing him any chance he got. Um, Ryan Garcia and his team have have mastered this. You know, they they've mastered it. Uh, but it's time for these other boxers to start holding their promoters more accountable and stop trying to take matters into their own hands, right? You, well, you, well, you take matters into your own hands by holding the promoters accountable. Devin Haney, don't resign with top rank like he just did, <laughs> right? Did he just resign with them? Yeah. He had like one more fight left. Why are you doing that? You say, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to be a free agent unless you can get me these fights, right? Um, something like that. Uh, even Tank, he he he's doing all this talking about leaving Mayweather promotions, right? And then you re you re up with them. Okay, well, I mean, you know, Tank is in a better position than most of these guys. He, he's making more money. Uh, but if you feel like you need to be on the level of Ryan Garcia, or you feel like you need to be doing you know doing more, then you gotta let those guys know. Hey, I need you to promote me like like he's being promoted, right? So. All right, that's all I had. Um, yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good call, Mikey. We we had to, we had to end it with the with the Ryan Garcia talk. Yeah, we couldn't leave our buddy out, man. Yes, yes, a friend of the show. One of these days, Ryan Garcia is going to do our show. All right, one of these days, we're going to get Ryan Garcia on here, and um, yeah, I think we're going to be best friends. Maybe he'll run up on one of us in the club or something. Yeah, yeah, we like don't care. 
Yeah, he's gonna try to take our chain by look. We got we got some uh, we got some merch. Would you like yeah. some merch? <laughs> <laughs> please post it on your Instagram, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, any final thoughts from you two? So that B, we're gonna get this straight, right? So to begin the show, you go first, and then when we end, <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I I, I get in, in today's era, right, with social media and things like that, it's, it's easier for these guys to kind of touch each other without touching each other, right? Yeah. Um, you, now, you can be sitting on your couch with your phone, and you can reach – an opponent in their case you can reach an opponent and then have ever have millions of people watch what's going on from your couch and i get what they're doing um it's a new way of selling the fight uh but like i said earlier it's a little tacky man especially when you got an uh, opponent um in front of you you know some of these uh, the trolling that roley does and and stuff like that it's going to work for him roley going to end up making a lot of money in this game because yes. he has found a way to convince people that he's really good. Right. And and that comes from, and he's not a bad boxer, but he, he really, he convinced enough people to think that he can beat tank. And that's what he's going to continue to do with other opponents as he gets in the ring with uh whoever it may be. Like he's going to be able to convince enough people to think that he can beat him just by him running his mouth. Um, I already can't wait for his next fight. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> I already right. can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I I seen. I don't know if it's true. I seen a rumor that he's going. He's about to fight Broner. Like I, I even though it's Broner, I'd watch it. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't even mind seeing Shakur Stevenson and, and Roley fight. Like, you know, I think he's he wouldn't be a bad fight for Shakur as his first at one thirty five. Like, you know, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, and. To go against a little bit of what you said, Jose, it is on the promoters to promote these fights, right? We talked about on other episodes how even with Shakur Stevenson, right, how he even complained about Bob Arum not being there to promote his fights sometimes or the time he walked off the stage yep. and stuff like that. Like, they got it. So it's, it is a certain – it is on them to promote the fight, but there is a certain responsibility on the fighters – to also promote your fight as well. But I just don't know if I agree with this way. Now, if you calling out a guy, just straight out calling him out because you want to fight him, I'm cool with that. But if you call it, if you are in the midst of fighting, it's two two ways that it's going on. You either got an opponent already and you, you're calling out another guy because you, you know you need to sell the fight that you're currently in, or you do the Ryan Garcia, uh, Garcia way and Say you yo know, you you want to fight all of these people? Oh, we sent the contract, and then you spin it, and then we get a Javier Fontuna fight. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So it just never it just never turns into what you what you're talking. So eventually, we got to make those things happen. But yeah, it's it's a little tacky, man. And I, I hopefully they get away from it, especially when you got a fighter when you when you got a matchup already. All right, well said. What about you, B? What you got? You know, we're, we're talking a lot about these guys who. Oh no! What? What? What is it? No, I just pulled up ESPN. And over 120 dead after Indonesia soccer stampede. Oh no! Wow. 
Mm. Mm. Damn. Uh, yeah. no. uh, um, bad news. Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about these guys calling out other fighters and and you know trying to kind of make their name off of them, and it's primarily Tank. And you know, I kind of feel bad for Tank because he's having you know people are, are saying Tank's ducking uh, Haney, Tank's ducking Garcia, Tank's ducking this guy, Tank's ducking that guy. When Tank is the only one who's going out and taking good fights consistently and winning, um, you know, Devin Haney, yeah. He wouldn't. He 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 fought Cambosis. Cambosis is the champion. Of course, you're going to take that fight. You know, he he fought a washed up Lenaris and and got hurt badly in that fight, right? Yep. You know, uh, Ryan Garcia. I don't think we need to discuss who he's been fighting. Uh, <laughs> but but Tank, you know, you can say that these guys aren't top level fighters that he's fighting, but they're they're all good fighters. He he's not taking you know uh, like tune ups and 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 just you know kind of past the time fights like he's fighting good fighters consistently and he's putting on great performances and that's why his name is ringing out more than yours is so stop calling out tank and go go to work you know go and fight your fights win your fights be impressive in your fights and you'll be just as popular i agree i agree um i i I get the social media thing i get the calling out you know trying to set up a fight for later on and, and build some buzz but you still have an obligation to to sell the fight that's in front of you, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, sell that fight, promote that fight, because again, this this fight that's that you this fight that you're about to fight right now that goes on your resume. So you want to hype hype them up. You want to say like you, you hear you see here Mayweather say all the time. Didn't matter who he was fighting, hell of a fighter. You know. Uh, excellent fighter he's got this he's got that like because he's trying to sell the fight and he wants you to believe i'm about to whoop up on this very good fighter and listen it's not even a lie like we no, said, you not- know, to, to get to be even in line to get a fight with a guy like Devin, Devin haney you have to be a very skilled fighter yes you know he's probably more skilled than you but you have to be very skilled in your own right so so hyping up the guy that you're fighting you know and in this case george cambosis it's not a lie he nope. is that guy you're just better than him, but yeah. tell everybody how good he really is, and then go show them how good you are. Yeah, there you go. Well said. All right, we will leave it there. Um, before we get, but before we get out of here, all right. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, I want you to go ahead and hit that like button. If you are on YouTube and if you're new, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on uh, an audio podcast of your uh, the platform of your choice. Uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. That helps us out uh, a lot. And also, uh, yeah, right you, above us. Oh, go ahead, B. If you didn't think it was worth five stars, just keep that to yourself. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and uh, right right above me, patreon.com slash LBHT show. That's how you can support uh, this this show uh, more if, if you want to um, support us. Uh, we have three tiers, and uh, B will tell you about those tiers real quick. Yes, we have a $3 tier. It's for general support. Uh, it'll get you into our Discord channel. It'll get you into our overtime show that we do every Wednesday after our live show. Uh, we have a $10 tier, which will uh, give you the ability to request specific content uh, if you want to see a article or a video about a specific boxing uh, topic. You can send that in, and, and we'll produce that for you. Uh, it'll also get you the custom poker deck that we we produced featuring our top 25 fighters of all time uh from our top 25 uh five-part series 
and uh, definitely check that out if you haven't yet. And then we have the $20 tier, which is a combined tier for this show and our other show, Lunch Break Hot Take, which uh, is our general sports show. We talk about football, basketball, UFC, and, and whatever's going on in the, in the world of sports. Uh, so you get everything that I mentioned, as well as the LBHT crew coin. And again, into our Discord channel, where we have a lot of fun every day, and the overtime show, uh, where we kind of hang out with, with patrons after our live show every Wednesday. All right. Um, that does it for this episode. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. Oh, and Mikey, uh, I, I saw Mikey reaching for it. Mikey is holding in his hand. Uh, he is the, the current NFL Pickums champion. Okay. Hope he uh, dropped it. He, he won it last year. <laughs> <laughs> He's very proud of that. Yes. Shout out to. This, this, this is another picture of him right here. Compare he himself to my son yeah. broke off the he broke, on the fork. <laughs> he broke uh, the fork off. Uh, mm-hmm. he, well, he, well, he saw the fork. He said, "Hey, I, I need something to to eat my eat eat my, eat my food with. Eat my chicken nuggets, okay?" <laughs> but Mikey still holds it up uh, with with pride, okay? <laughs> so, um, there, well, there may be a new champion crown this year. We'll find there, out. There will be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they switched it up on me, but I ain't. I'm not complaining. I'm just gonna win it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for this episode. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, we do this show every Monday. Okay, this podcast will come out every Monday. Uh, we didn't have a set time yet, but uh, be on the lookout for it. Set your your uh your reminders, your notifications, and all that stuff. Um. We got a lot more come up for you. Also, check out our our um our series. We got two series on the channel right now. We have uh the watch list, which we uh, feature up and coming fighters. Um, I got to upload a few up on on uh, the audio podcast so you guys can hear that. Um, and also our first installment of sparring sessions, where we uh, like to answer questions, uh, common questions from the boxing world. So the first one is is out, and we're answering the question: Why are there so many belts in boxing? All right. So if you want to um, learn about the history of that and how we got to this ridiculous amount of, of belts, go ahead and uh, hit a subscribe or, or listen listen to that episode. It is it is out now. All right. But with that, we are getting out of here. Hope everyone has a great night and we'll see you next time. Peace out. Things like you have.